We continue our look at the LA Kings defense with a focus on the team's second pairing and some of the Kings' top prospects have already taken the ice and will be competing against each other soon. Details on that coming up on this edition of Locked On LA Kings. You are Locked On Kings, your daily podcast on the Los Angeles Kings. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Kings fans, welcome to Locked On LA Kings, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On LA Kings your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube as well. On today's episode of Locked On LA Kings, we continue to look at the Kings defense with a focus on Matt Roy and Tobias Bjornfoot. Plus, we'll tell you about several LA Kings prospects that are looking to represent their countries at the upcoming World Junior Championships. My name is Eddie Garcia. I am your host of Locked On LA Kings. I've worked in sports media for almost 30 years 20-plus years at the Fox Sports Radio Network, where I'm a co-host, sidekick, reporter, and the NHL insider of the network. I'm also co-host of the Puck Podcast, a weekly NHL review show that's been putting out content for the past 16 years, and, of course, a lifelong L.A. Kings fan. We continue our look at the L.A. Kings defensive core for the upcoming season. On Tuesday's show, we looked at the Kings' top pairing in veteran Drew Doughty and up-and-coming defensive defenseman Mikey Anderson. Today, we look at the Kings' projected second pairing, and that would be veteran Matt Roy and young blue liner Tobias Bjornfoot. We'll start with the 27-year-old Roy, who is under contract with the Kings for two more seasons with a cap hit of just over $3 million. He was drafted by the Kings in the seventh round of the 2015 NHL draft. After 102 games in the AHL with the Ontario Reign, Roy made his NHL debut in the 2018-19 season. Since then, he's appeared in 206 games for the Kings with 10 goals and 45 assists for 55 points. Last season in 67 games for the Kings, he posted two goals and 19 assists for 21 points. He was a plus 23 last season, which was the best plus minus of any player on the LA Kings roster. And that's impressive for a guy that doesn't provide much offense. Bottom line is other teams don't score much when he's on the ice. Matt Roy, a very steady, reliable defenseman. He's certainly not going to wow you with his skating or his stick handling, but he makes a lot of good decisions. He knows when to activate in the offensive zone to keep the play alive. And while he may not score much, he does things to keep the puck in the offensive zone for his teammates to get scoring chances. He's uh, not a big hitter, but he will throw the body around when is necessary. Uh, Matt Roy is simply one of those types of defensemen that every team needs. Uh, Again, solid decision-making is one of the keys of his game and the keys of any good, solid defenseman. Uh, Your job, first and foremost, is to try and keep the puck out of the net. If you can also provide offensive as as well, uh, then that's obviously a huge plus, and you see that with some of the best defensemen in the league. But uh, again, Matt Roy is a guy who can contribute offensively, um, as is the case with pretty much all of the Kings' blue liners. I'm sure that the team would love to see all of them step up their offensive game a little bit. But uh, again, the position is defenseman. Your primary responsibility is to play good, solid defense to keep the other team off the scoreboard. And Matt Roy does that as well as any defenseman on the Kings' roster. Again, a plus 23 Uh, And again, he doesn't score much. So this is really coming from teammates scoring and him preventing other players uh, on the opposition from scoring when he's on the ice. So Matt Roy, uh, very reasonably priced player 
under contract for two more years, just uh, up and down, a solid, solid uh, defensive player. That's why he is the anchor of the second pairing for the LA Kings. Again, I love the way uh, he plays on the ice. Just solid decision-making. Doesn't, I mean, very rarely does anything risky, but he knows when to jump into the play. A, a, part, a, a huge part of being a good defenseman is your decision-making. When to pinch, when to make a move to hold the puck in when it may be a 50-50 puck, and if you lose, it's going to be a breakaway. Uh, learning to live to fight for another day when it's just not worth it. Knowing the score and situation, uh, all those things, uh, Matt Roy does extremely well, and that's what makes him a very solid NHL defenseman. As for Tobias Bjornfoot, uh, he just turned 21 years old this past April. He is in the final year of his rookie deal. He's going to be a restricted free agent after this coming season. He will make excuse me, $894,167 for this coming season. He was a first-round pick of the Kings in 2019, the 22nd player taken overall. Only five players from that class in 2019 have played more NHL games uh, so far in their careers. Bjornfoot has played 106 uh, NHL games, and that is most amongst any defenseman taken in that 2019 draft. So he's got a lot of playing time at a young age. Now, last season was his first full season in the NHL where he played in 70 games with no goals and eight points. Bjornfoot was a minus 12. That was the worst plus minus on the team. We still have to keep in mind that Bjornfoot is still very young. I know a lot of people have very high expectations because he's a former number one draft pick, and and that's understandable. Um, And when I I looked at the stats and I saw that Tobias Bjornfoot played 70 games last season, I have to admit I was was pretty surprised, maybe even shocked, because I, I couldn't believe it was that many games. They were 70 of the most unremarkable games that you can imagine. Now, I know that sounds harsh, but maybe it's it's actually in some ways a bit of a compliment as well because on the one hand, Bjornfoot never produced uh, any memorable plays of note that I can remember. Uh, like I said, he didn't score any goals and had uh, only a handful of points. So his impact offensively was minimal. But he didn't really hurt the team defensively uh, as well. And as I said, you're a defenseman. Your number one job is to prevent scoring opportunities. And I honestly can't say that I really remember a lot of bad plays from him as well. So he was kind of a neutral player, I guess you could say. Um, On the one hand, for a former number one pick, you expect more than that. But on the other hand, he's still very young. He's getting a lot of playing time, and he's still figuring it out at the NHL level. Um, To be fair, there were obviously a lot of injuries for the Kings on their blue line last year. Um, And while he started off playing with Matt Roy and and was decent early in the year, Um, That did seem to affect his play, um, not being consistently paired on the back end with certain players, having to be paired at times with a fellow rookie in Sean Dursey. Um, And if if you're kind of unfamiliar with the defensive position, you know, you do have to be versatile when you play at the NHL level because injuries happen. But at the same time, having a defensive partner that you know well is really important. Knowing what he does well and what he doesn't do well. Knowing that you can take a chance because you know your partner's got your back. Um, those are all things that only come with a significant amount of playing time with another player. And again, sometimes that's a luxury if you have injuries or, or, or different situations. But I think that to be fair to a young defenseman, um, that type of thing can hurt his play on the ice um, and, uh, you know, look, Tobias Bornfoot is a guy 
that um, is known as a very good skater. Um, hopefully he can use his skating ability going forward to help him to pick up his game a little bit offensively. Um, and, and his all-around game uh, should improve, uh, again, with more playing time, with getting more experience at the NHL level. If he's able to be paired with Matt Ward for the full season, that certainly you would think it would help out the plus-minus for sure. Um, but help Tobias Bjornfoot be more comfortable on the ice and help his all-around game. Again, just 21 years old. As I mentioned, he's had more ice time than anyone um, at his position in the 2019 draft class. So that's a positive. Uh, again, the expectations, though, are there. A former number one pick, 22nd overall, you expect him to play better going forward. So uh, he, he's in that category um, for the Kings as far as you look at players looking to bounce back from, from years. Some of it is due to injury. Stay healthy and, and you know then your play should obviously improve. And some of it is with more experience. A, a guy like Sean Dursey a guy like Tobias Bjornfoot, they should improve this coming season just uh, in, the, in the sense that they're getting more ice time. They're getting more experience. They can, they're learning more on the fly. But again, um, Tobias Bjornfoot, hopefully when we're talking about him at the end of next season, I won't be telling you that he played 70 games and I can't remember anything really impactful from any of those games. Uh, I, I look for him to improve, and again, hopefully a full season of playing with Matt Roy on his, on his uh, other pairing will help to Tobias Bjornfoot to turn into the player that the Kings used in the first round in 2019 with the 22nd overall selection. Hey, would you like to place a wager on the LA Kings to win the Stanley Cup next season? BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your betting needs. Find all your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Find reviews and news of every league, including Major League Baseball, combat sports, esports, and even golf. Head to Bet Online and use your mobile device to learn more about the action happening today. That is Bet Online, where the game starts. So, we had the NHL development camp wrap up a couple of weeks ago, uh, and the LA Kings. Um, had uh, you know a lot of their good young prospects participating in that. Now the rookie camp for the Kings is coming up, that followed by training camp in September. But we will have some Kings prospects uh, playing in-game action in the near future. Coming up on August the 9th through August the 20th, it is the rescheduled World Junior Championships in Edmonton. Now you may or may not remember the tournament was originally scheduled to take place in December of 2021, and after it started up, it was canceled because of COVID. Uh, now, selection camps are currently underway, and there are several LA Kings prospects in the mix to represent their countries, including highly touted defenseman Brant Clark for Team Canada. Uh, he was the Kings' first-round pick, eighth overall in 2021. And as I mentioned in a previous show, he actually has a shot at landing a spot with the Kings as soon as this year. Now, he was not originally on the Team Canada roster back in December. It was a big shock amongst many uh, in the hockey world. Uh, but for whatever reason, Team Canada, either they saw the error of their ways or they reevaluated. But Brent Clark now likely to be representing Canada uh, in the upcoming World Junior Championships. There are two LA Kings draft picks from this year that are competing for spots on Team USA. They would be forwards Jack Hughes, the Kings' second round pick, 51st overall. And also forward Kenny Connors, the Kings' first of two fourth round selections, the 103rd overall pick in this year's draft. Again, they are competing 
for spots on Team USA. I think they would. It, they're looking at, at dark horses to be on the roster, but we'll wait and see. They are in competition for roster spots as we speak right now. You've also got defenseman Helga Granz, the LA Kings' second-round pick in 2020, the 35th overall pick in that, that year's draft. He is in competition to make the roster for Team Sweden. He played 56 games for the Ontario Reign last season with seven goals and 17 assists. There are also three Kings draft picks looking to make the team for Finland. Uh, They are defenseman Otto Salen, the Kings' fifth-round pick in this year's draft, 148th overall, as well as forward Samuel Hellenius, the Kings' second-round pick in 2022, the 59th player overall selected, as well as forward uh, Kaspar Simontival, uh, he was the Kings' third-round pick, 66th overall in the 2020 NHL Draft. Unfortunately, forward uh, Martin Kromiak, the Kings' fifth-round pick, 120th overall in the 2022 Draft, who's been a rising prospect in the Kings' organization, he will not be competing in the 2022 World Juniors for Slovakia due to an unrevealed health issue. As a matter of fact, Kromiak did not participate in the Kings' development camp a couple weeks ago as well because of this health issue, uh, I've done an extensive online search of what's going on with Martin Kromiak, uh, who a lot of Kings fans are very excited about, um, and I have not heard any details on this. So if I do hear something, I will pass it on, and that is something to be a bit concerned about. Uh, unfortunate for Martin Kromiak that he is not going to be able to, to participate in the upcoming World Juniors. So we'll be keeping an eye out on all these players to see if they make the final cut for their countries. Uh, And when the World Juniors get underway, we will absolutely be updating you on how any of these players that do uh, get to compete in the tournament are going to do uh, as far as their performance. Uh, If you want to watch the games, uh, all of the World Junior Championship games are scheduled to be broadcast on the NHL Network. So uh, keep an eye on that going forward. And as we get closer to the start of the tournament, which is coming up in a couple of weeks, we'll obviously pass along uh, key dates um, and game schedules as well. As again, there's a lot of Kings prospects in the mix to be competing in this tournament, which is one of the marquee uh, tournaments for young prospects every year. And we are looking forward to seeing these guys on the ice and seeing how they perform for their respective countries. Hey, just a reminder that the Locked On NHL podcast has you covered for all your league-wide NHL talk with a rotating cast of local hosts from the Locked On NHL channel. They break down the biggest stories in hockey five days a week. Subscribe for free on your favorite podcast app, or watch it all on YouTube. Did want to make a uh, quick note uh, when we look at the rivalry report, which is going to be a weekly feature uh, coming up uh, on our in-season podcasts. Um, but right now it's kind of sporadic. Uh, you know, if there is news, we'll certainly pass it along. So we do have a rivalry report on the San Jose Sharks. Uh, if you missed this, they have hired a new head coach. His name is David Quinn. That might be familiar to you as he was uh, the former head coach of the New York Rangers. Uh, He was there for three seasons. They made the playoffs once. He does have a record of just over 500, but only by a handful of games before the Rangers decided to move on from David Quinn. Before that, he was a coach, an assistant, and a former player at Boston University, which if you don't follow college hockey is a very well-respected collegiate hockey program. Uh, The new general manager of the San Jose Sharks is Mike Greer. He is also a BU alum, uh, so there is a connection there. But again, David Quinn, uh, the new head coach of the San Jose Sharks, as he takes over a team that is kind of in a gray area right now as far as what they're looking to do. 
Uh, I think the Sharks should be in pretty much a full rebuild, but it seems like they're still kind of holding out hope that maybe they can compete for a playoff spot. Uh, they haven't certainly gone in the full rebuild mode as we've seen with other teams like the Arizona Coyotes or the Chicago Blackhawks. They're kind of in the middle, uh, but we'll see how that goes going forward. Uh, as far as the hire and, and you know, as a Kings fan, am I like, oh no, David Quinn is in the division. I got to be honest right now. I'm not. Um, he's been an okay coach at the NHL level. But I don't look at this as a as a big time hire necessarily. Um, you know, if this were a Barry Trotz coming in, I would probably feel a lot different. You know, one of the best coaches in the NHL and one of the best coaches, frankly, in NHL history, who's if you don't know, taking a year off this year. Um, but if they had brought him in, I'd be like, oh no, that's not good news. That guy's a hell of a coach. David Quinn, the jury is still out. Uh, to be very blunt about it, um, but that is the latest news, the rivalry report on the San Jose Sharks. David Quinn. Uh, recently hired as the new head coach in San Jose. Coming up on Thursday's show, uh, we'll obviously update you on any LA Kings news as we continue our breakdown of the Kings defensive core. We'll check out the scheduled third pairing for the Kings for next season. And we'll also give you another installment of Name That King, a weekly feature that we're going to have both in the offseason and during the regular season where we we give you kind of uh, uh, clues as to a, a former Kings career and then you try and guess who the player is. And, of course, we give you the reveal at the end of it. And, uh, again, if you are if you maybe don't know the player, then maybe it's just some information and some history to let you know about some former L.A. Kings um, and, and that they, you know, they played here and what their careers were all about. I also wanted to mention um, that for those of you that are interested, um, the tentative schedule for this show is for during the offseason for me to record the podcast um, late afternoon, early evening, generally speaking. I mean, that's always subject to change based on life. Um, but, uh, you know, because news can be scarce at this time of the year, um, what I'm planning on doing is, you know, in, if I record the show in the evening, you've pretty much been assured that whatever the news is of that day has already come out. And so you can react to that, whether it's King New- King's News or, or another team in the Pacific Division or whatever. Um, so looking to, during the off season, put out the episodes more in the, again, late afternoon, early evening type of phase. So we can get all of that day's news, uh, into that day's podcast. However, going forward, once the season starts, I think the plan is to have the podcast available for you early in the morning, especially after a game night. I want to recap and react to that night's games for you the next morning. So you could have it potentially on your morning commute. You could have it potentially on your lunch break, or you could have it whenever you want to listen to it. That's that's one of the great things about podcasts is that, you know, look, I work in terrestrial radio. I work on a couple of different radio shows, uh, and the shows are on, for example, from 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. Pacific time. Uh, so, you know, you have to, if you want to hear it live, you have to tune in then, but because of podcasts, you can make it on your schedule, whatever works for you. But, um, that's, this is the plan going forward. Once the regular season starts, especially on a game day, I want to have a podcast available for you the next morning after a Kings game to react to that game. The only time that might fluctuate is that, uh, during uh, days where we don't have a Kings game. If I have a, a guest scheduled, you know, you can't do it too early because you have to accommodate um, a, a guest schedule. But that could be something that fluctuates a little bit. But like I said, the plan going forward for you guys is 
And remember, it's uh, your team every day um, that after a game night, we have a podcast for you that next morning so that we can react and uh, talk about that night's games. At least that's the plan going forward. Um, and uh, that's hopefully how it's going to work out. So to keep up to date with this show and what's going on with the LA Kings, please follow us on Twitter. We are at Locked On LA Kings. Again, that is at Locked On LA Kings. If you'd like to send me an email, and we've already had a couple of emails this week that I appreciate and we'll read on Friday's show, but any comments you have about the Kings or this show or anything else, uh, the email address is Locked On Eddie. That's E D D I E. Locked on Eddie at gmail.com. I'd love to read some of your comments. And uh, like I said, we are going to have a weekly segment for sure during the off season. Maybe it'll continue during the regular season. Actually, likely it will. But uh, if you'd like to have your voice heard, if you want to be a part of this show, I, w- I definitely want Kings fans to feel like they are a part of the show as well. The email address locked on Eddie at gmail.com. Hey, thank you so much for making locked on LA Kings your first listen every day. Now make your second listen, Locked On NHL. Locked On experts give you a daily 30-minute podcast of all things NHL all year long. Stay up to date on everything in the hockey world. Locked On NHL, your daily 30-minute NHL podcast. Thanks for listening and for watching on YouTube uh, to Locked On LA Kings. I'm Eddie Garcia. Go Kings, go.